everybody. Hello. Hey. Once again, we are ready to give you something to talk about and to think about. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Give you something to think about. <laughs> and we give vo- volume to those voices that are seldom heard. And because we are picking up in so much popularity now, we're going to have lots of voices and lots of opinions. Mm-hmm. So Amen. we are ready to roll. So this is Janice Ewell. In the studio with me are Tony Caldwell, Tammy, Brian Briscoe, Jeff Brew. And we want to welcome each and every one of you to this podcast today, because this one we're going to, it's going to be pretty exciting. So you might as well sit back and grab your favorite beverage and relax, because here we go. We're getting ready to fly a little bit. (laughs) All right. Are we ready? Yes, we are. One of the things that I like to do at the beginning of the show is just to give you something else to think about. And this kind of gives you some insight into what I'm thinking about, doesn't it? Because I always come up with something kind of off scale, right? Yeah. So what I was thinking about this time as I was looking at TV like at three o'clock in the morning. And what I are just you doing up at three o'clock in the morning. Looking at TV. <laughs> <laughs> what were you looking at? <laughs> Can't tell you that. <laughs> but just know that I was smiling. <laughs> it was a good show. Okay, okay. okay mom. <laughs> but this, look, but this is what I got out of it. I said we say just common words every day: the, this, that, whatever. Right. So I said, what I want to do is challenge somebody to tell me what the definition of this is. What's the definition of this or that? Anybody got any idea? Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Common everyday words that we say Whatever all you're focusing day. your attention on, that's what this is. I know, but I say, yeah, either or. <laughs> so. And you say the all the time. So does anybody know what those words mean? I don't think anybody knows what they mean unless they look them up and there are definitions for them. Right. What's the definition of this? I don't know. Something like that. (laughs) 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 Sounds all right. Or whatever. I'm thinking it's wherever you're focusing on uh, at the time. I know. I just thought that was kind of funny, though. And of course, you know, in the middle of the night, I had to answer my own question. So I looked it up. And yeah, there are definitions, real definitions for all of those words. You asking yourself these questions at three o'clock in the morning? Yes. Watching a show that you were enjoying. <laughs> yes. And smiling. Yes. Oh, man. I'm Don't you find that friend. interesting? <laughs> Very. I know you want to ask me other questions, but it's not for this podcast. Fair enough. Which we get off the air. And then I'm going to leave you with this one, which is something that I thought about, but not necessarily interesting to anybody else but me, so you know how that goes. And that is that out of the 50 states, Do you know that 20-something, 22 of them, all end in the letter A? Any idea why? No. They assign all of those states with feminine endings, which would Mm. be A. And most of the states where those A's are are in the South Mm. or in the West. Hmm. And I know that's not something that usually comes up in conversation, but you know, what else... 
would the show be if I didn't give you something? That's true. To Amen. think about. Mm-hmm. Now you have it. When that conversation comes up, you know the answer. Yeah, it's 22. It's feminine states. 22 feminine states. I think I may have just opened up another window into my soul here, but that's all right. I'm, a, I'm okay. You're a deep thinker. What yeah. So, so me and Maryland, it's a ma- uh, manly state then. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. And speaking of Maryland, did you know that Maryland's nickname, one of its nicknames is Little America? No. no. See, I just speak this stuff. I mean, what can I say? You go ahead and thank me now. Oh, we, we in Little America. You're you're like, yeah. Uh-huh. Why they call it Little America, though? Uh, because um, uh, it's Little America because it's smaller than America. That's a, another answer. I'm kind of stuck. Like, <laughs> like, 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 don't go down the rabbit hole. Don't go down the rabbit hole. those kind of questions. You get those kind of answers. <laughs> and see, we already know that that person who just spoke is always trying to stir up stuff. <laughs> so why don't we just let you meet him right about now. And the person I'm going to introduce is special to me in so many different ways. I don't even know how to begin to tell you that. I admire what he's doing so much today that I am trying to ease my way into being a part of what he's doing just because I think it's that valuable. And I'm sure that after you hear some of what he's doing, that you will also have some questions and and we'll save those until after he kind of enlightens us on the program that he has. Um, A lot of people don't know, but we used to have um, an outreach center and we had a couple of centers, youth empowerment centers in Suitland and in District Heights. And this young man was part of that program and a very significant part of it. And he has taken what knowledge he had when he finished school and college or whatever. And now he's started his own business. And I just want to introduce all of you to those who don't know him and reacquaint you with the ones you do. And uh, uh, let you know that this person is Jeff Burrell. And we've nicknamed him Pee Wee. (laughs) But we're dropping that because now he's an adult, and now we're just going to call him Jeff. So I come on your show, you Psych. just kick my nickname off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's what I do. I give people something to think about, and now they'll be thinking, Pee Wee, I didn't know that. <laughs> like it's Jeff. <laughs> well, Jeff, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you you all for having me. We are excited to have you here, and I appreciate that you've come as far as you have to be with us today from St. Mary's County. So will you go ahead and tell us something about what you're doing right now, a little bit about you? Right this second, I'm thinking of a story real quick. So I got about 10 seconds to tell you a story. It's going to take longer than that, though. Well, take your time. We was on a retreat. We all hanging out, all the guys that we're going to speak about in a little bit Mm -hmm. uh, with Teens for Change. And I remember getting in trouble. I remember getting in trouble by this lady next to me. And Auntie, I was laughing, joking with my friends. They told us countless times to stop talking. It was bedtime. <laughs> oh, she remembered this. <laughs> and I had never, you know, most counselors and people that you know, you're away from your parents, they treat you like your, your parents, but you don't think it go all the way where they can, you know, grab you and snatch you up. So <laughs> I, I talked, I joked, and I talked, I joked, and she said it about four or five times. And then that last time, <laughs> she got up, grabbed me by my little arm, and said her 
choice words, real small, quick words. You better stop. And I remember you better stop. I remember shaking. I'm trying to be cool. <laughs> I don't want to laugh anymore whatsoever. Auntie has spoken. So I just remember that day now. I can't believe you remember that. Mm-hmm. How but many then, years ago was that? Oh, man, I remember it. I remember that. It's two, it's two times I remember getting in trouble in front of my friends. You were one of them. <laughs> oh. yeah. I deserve it. But, but, but you know one thing she installed a lot in us? Um, you and... Uh, uh, Miss Wyatt, Miss Wyatt. Well, teams for change, you know, sparked that basketball for life because the number four in it is is for life. That's the group of guys that you know you were mentoring and put together our team program. And uh, basketball was a tool, a vessel to connect with young people. And uh, life is love, you family, and education. We wanted to show the young folks down in St. Mary's County how to showcase love to each other, regardless of your differences. Yeah. Uh, want to empower our youth, want to help families in need, and stress the importance of education. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we started Basketball for Life. Um, right now, we stand, this is our eighth year. Mm, great. Amen. Oh, wow. Uh, we do have our 501c3. Uh, we serve over 140 kids. Mm. Um, we're blessed to have a, a, a all-volunteer staff and Without them, there's no basketball for life. And of course, without the support, there's none. Right. Um, we got everything from mentoring programs and after-school programs. We have uh, seven AAU teams. Uh, we just now got a girls group, our little young girls group. They're, uh, they're doing awesome. They won their first championship, too. Wow. Oh, um, and then we started a uh, basketball league down in St. Mary's County. It's the top 100, uh, Southern Maryland's top 100 basketball players. So wow. that'll start up in the next two weeks or so. That's great. Great. Wow. That's what we're doing. That is marvelous. That is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, and, and St. Mary's is not that far from here. Is no, it? about an hour and 20 minutes, hour and 30. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you consider like your biggest success thus far? Oh, man, the biggest success so far. I know there are too many for you to choose the biggest one, but just select one where you have made a difference in somebody's life already in your eight years? I think um, taking on a role as a head coach of Great Mills High School is a major deal. It gave me a platform to be able to get uh, a school that's talked down about, like they did talk down on a lot. Mm. It's the most diverse school in the county. Mm. Um, it has the most African-Americans in the county. Um, and it's funny how you'll see the news clips come up. with uh, If a crime happened in Great Mills, you'll see a picture of a kid. He's 14, but they show the worst, you know, roughest, strongest, Face yes, of course. And if something happened in, you know, in Leonardtown and other places, you know, they'll show their baby picture. Like some, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of weird. Mm-hmm. They see it right in front of your face. Mm-hmm. So I'm blessed to be able to take over, um, you know, the head coaching job there. And since then, we've got 12, this year, be 14 kids in the college. Wow. wow. All right. Wow. Amen. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. A couple of D1 scholarship recipients. So that's yeah. the, you know that's probably one of the biggest just getting those guys there and getting that job there. And that's what you call paying it forward mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you you did what you needed to do to get everything together for your life, and now you've taken the positives in your life and transferred them to other people. And that's really what all this is about: is how you empower each other. So I don't know. Um, if other people have questions right now or not, or you, you want to finish telling us any more about what you're doing. And I know you have a game or something today, right? Yeah, we get a chance to battle up in the Brunson League. So um, it's one. Of, it's the best league in Baltimore. Uh, uh-uh. It's a pro-am league. 
And some of all these old bones get out there and still play a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because you're still a very young man. How long have you been playing ball? For a while now, right? Uh, I've been playing ball since I've been running around having a crush on you when I was a little kid. Oh, oh. <laughs> I ain't supposed to say that online. I ain't supposed to say that. Open it up. I've been playing since I, you know, since I can remember, I guess. All right, third grade. But actually making a team. I got a quick story about that. You want to hear mm-hmm. that? So um, I didn't play in high school at all. Mm-hmm. And I ended up playing and starting down in my, at college and playing. I was only guy to play in all five positions, starting all five positions. I got my name on the chair in, in St. Murray's College. Wow. Yeah, okay. Cool, man. And it's Pee Wee, not Jeffrey Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? So stay true to myself throughout. But um, I didn't play in high school at all, but I got a chance to walk on the court, playing them in the middle game, and I'm going against what ended up being our point guard that won the state championship at Forsville. And so um, we played the game, we won, and I had a good move at half court. I had the crowd kind of excited. And um, at the end of the game, the coach walked by me. And he said, um, you're, you're a waste of talent. Mm. And right, just walked though. past me. So I'm young, I'm kind of like, I'm, I was goofy, but, you know, a little fire there, but we grew up, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I turned around, I looked and said something that I probably, should, I, I won't even say on, on air, you know, but <laughs> he gave me the motivation to, to prove like a, I wasn't a waste of talent. So I would literally go to different colleges, like, and just, when is y'all open gym? And then go up there, you know, and show them that I can play ball. Mm-hmm. And Bowie State, coach kind of gave me the most inspiration by allowing me to stick around with them. Mm-hmm. And um, they told me about being, like, a red shirt and all that stuff. And so I went home talking to everybody about, like, hey, I'm going to be a red shirt and be a red shirt at Bowie State. They said, nah, we, that means you're not going to play. you just going to practice. So I'm like... That's not what you signed up for, right? But it was, you know, back, looking looking back, I wish I would have stuck with it. But I'm thankful. I'm real thankful for the next opportunity, which was down at St. Mary's College. Um, I went down there with one of my homegirls, Serene. She, um, I asked him where was the open gym. Same, you know, same idea. And it was there where uh, the coach saw my potential and gave me a chance. So to anybody that didn't play in high school, anybody that you know sit out there and Feel like it's too late and all that stuff. Don't believe the hype, please, man. Don't believe it, man. You guys are young. I mean, from 16 up to about 24, you got an opportunity. Go after it. Go after it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Absolutely. Yep. And that's the that's the thing that I'm most proud of, and I, I feel like that's part of my legacy, if you will. Um, that all of the young people who came through our program um, have done a fantastic job in in changing their lives around. Because what most people here don't know is that during the time when these were young people, preteens and a little above, they were into some pretty wild things, too. Mm-hmm. They had some crazy stuff going on. They didn't want anybody to hug them because they were too tough for that. <laughs> and they didn't want you to talk to them a certain way and all of that. But um, he kind of gave you a little bit of insight as to what was going on when I came into the picture with them. Because it was, wasn't up to them after that point. And I told them, well, you don't have to. We're going to King's Dominion next week. You don't want to hug somebody? You don't go. (laughs) (laughs) Then you better know I had more hugs than I could get. (laughs) So I told them after that, if I come in there and didn't give them a hug, they'd say, hey, wait a minute. What's wrong with you now? What's going on? So they would put me in check, too. And the, the day that he mentioned a little earlier... 
when I went over to kind of jack them up a little bit, I was tired of listening to them. Mm-hmm. And they don't know when I get tired, I'm not the best person you want to know. We had never seen that side of you. We never seen that side of you. They were off the hook anyway. <laughs> yeah, but that was just like the most fun I could have had in my life. And I thank all of you for that today. But we owe you a lot. We owe you a lot. We were. She's being like extra nice in the A, I guess. But we were bad, bad, mm-hmm. bad. Um, Everything from yes, I mean yes. Can I, can I, well, I see it yes. If you're talking, if another group of people that lived out of our neighborhood was walking down the street, people were betting our group to go approach that person and you know do harm to them. And if you didn't, then you were you know a cow with a sucker. Mm-hmm. And you know that's how bad our neighborhood was. You couldn't walk down to the circle if you wasn't from there. You couldn't if you had a, you a young lady you want to bring your boyfriend that that wasn't. <laughs> Going, that wasn't happening. It was either. like a whole nother area just down in a circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It, it, the front of the the front of the complex <laughs> wasn't the same as the back of the complex. It was right. crazy. Yeah. Up the street couldn't come yeah. down the circle. It was like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It had rules, unwritten rules. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, from thirty six, it just wasn't. You know. They had uh, uh, the property was surrounded by these um wooden uh logs, you know, for fences. Mm-hmm. And they would take the daggone logs out of the sockets that they were in and throw them at people and do everything. Oh, no. We ran through, <laughs> ran through the wooden fences. Mm-hmm. And we would just think, you would look at the fence, go ahead, I bet you can't run. And literally, they would just run through and break. <laughs> okay. Let me strong little dudes, man. You can't, you can't see that now, but man, the little <laughs> guys are strong, man. Adrian. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh man, gosh, yes. Adrian. Yeah. Yeah, it was a crazy group back then. Yeah. And then you, you helped change all that. Mm-hmm. And and Jim's death and his death brought you know us closer together, but his death brought a fire in us, a negative fire that uh, very few people could put out. Yeah, and we're thankful for you guys because we couldn't talk sense into our own self. We wanted to find out where were these guys located. We were going even around like innocent people who I mean anybody could be a victim at that time, but our mind was just stuck on. Street violence, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, get back and protecting you know a property that didn't even, we didn't even own, we didn't understand, mm-hmm. um, you know how important life is. We didn't value life, yeah. you know. We just knew to take care of each other by any means. And the good thing is that you guys are now creating your own legacies mm-hmm. because you have shown that you can come from that environment and mm-hmm. you can be anything you want to be. I mean, people give you all these excuses about not doing stuff on a racial level, on a mm-hmm. religious level, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in this country, you're almost able to do anything you want to do. That's true. If you want to do it bad enough. And you guys have proven that in so many different ways. And when, when I had an opportunity to reunite some of them a couple of years ago, yeah, I was just sitting there with chills because I know where, where they were. And where they are today is just... I, every time I start to talk about it, it just makes me a little bit emotional. But I really do appreciate the fact that all of the things that we did together, and we had loads of fun. And mm-hmm. you just listened to what he described as the little circle that was down there mm-hmm. and the kind of crazy stuff that was happening. These were the same guys that we took to the Kennedy Center. Mm-hmm. We would go there and see plays and do all these different things and get them to dress up and all that. And every comment that I got from people at the Kennedy Center while they were there was, these are the best kids they've seen. Mm. Amen. We went to a retreat in um, Chrisville, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we were there, I mean, it was just really cool to be there. I thought, 
But when we left there, we stopped for breakfast, went into this little um, restaurant where they were not used to seeing 16 to 20 (laughs) black kids coming in there. They were not used to that sight. So you could see they were already uneasy when we showed Mm -hmm. up. But they got us the table and they knew they had to serve us the way they did everybody else. Mm -hmm. And all these guys sat around that table. They were so polite. Please and thank you. And and those women, when I went up to the uh, register to pay for it, she said, you know something? This is the best group of kids anywhere. Wow. That have been into this restaurant. So well-mannered. They're all gentlemen. And I was like, yeah, they are. Amen. (laughs) And you can imagine, I mean, now I'm talking about it, I'm still getting the same kind of chill, but... That was the kind of thing that we did, and we did it because they knew that we loved them mm-hmm. and that we wanted the best for them, and we never settled for less. You know what? There's a barrier between teenagers, right, and the adults that's watching them, and Tammy was probably in between them. She was, you know, she was way older than us, but we thought she was way older than us, and but she mm-hmm. was younger than the adults, right? Mm-hmm. But there's things that was occurring. Like, I don't think you guys realize that that retreat really kind of put people in a position we were stuck to like looking at people that we had a real, real big issue with. Mm-hmm. And um, it put us in a situation we had to respect people like y'all, like parents, mm-hmm. um, and the environment. Y'all told us to respect the environment. Um, y'all brought together more peace and soothing than you realized just mm-hmm. by bringing people together with the retreats. We played basketball together, football together. We had very strong issues with this same group that you brought yeah. there. So it was a big blessing. It taught us that once you gather people together with positivity, you can make things happen. That's like, right. And in your group, I'm sure you have kids that probably came up similar to how, you know, oh all yeah. y'all did. Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. they think I, they think somehow I can read minds and all that stuff. I lived everything they <laughs> right, wanted. Right, right. <laughs> I lived it already. Right, you know? right, right. And so, um, but yeah, it's making it's making similar impact. Mm-hmm, time, yeah. mm-hmm. But that's the thing that I was telling, um, telling them is that... Those children, all of those children have the same potential, the same hopes and dreams that you had. And you were fortunate enough to be able to come through that phase and come out on the other end doing so many positive things. And one thing that I wanted to do with this podcast is to make sure it reaches a lot of people who wouldn't have known about his program ordinarily Mm -hmm. so that they can understand how important it is if you're a nonprofit and you don't have some, you know, big time development officer in there raising money for you. This is your life trying to raise money. Mm-hmm. So for all of those people who are going to hear this podcast later, I would just ask each person that listens to it to send him donate ten dollars, if you will, more if you can mm-hmm. to this cause, because with the pandemic and all that. He has come through the pandemic with these young people. And these people are feeling better about themselves. They want to be uh, this or they want to be that. And you can't find a better use of your money right now. And I told him that I'm going to be following him around. Whether it's, it's most likely by phone, but, you know, <laughs> still I will follow you. <laughs> so I tell him I want to be a part of his group because um, they helped so many people. 
with this kind of program. And I tell him, you're, you're the proof. Just like he said, he's lived it. He knows it. Mm-hmm. But when he goes to talk to politicians and people who could do some help, do some things to help, they're all going to be sitting back looking at what a handsome guy this is and a young guy that, and they're not thinking. And what's going to happen is they're not going to be ready for the tsunami that's going to come behind him. Because what I tell him I want to do is build that wall for him so that when he walks in the door, they're going to give him the respect that he deserves, not treat him like, okay, well, now we can take over your program because I know they try. Mm. They try to do mine the same way until I got, you know, out of my shyness. What, the politician? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, and all of the people who thought they had more money, well, I knew they had more money than I did because I had a dollar ninety nine. But they want to take over something that they feel is good, so it could be to their credit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Said it was that yeah. your idea. Yeah. But I would tell him the same thing I told them is that I don't. That people used to tell me all the time, "Why don't you have it copyrighted?" Why don't you? I say, I don't need to copyright it because this program is my passion. It's my heart. Nobody can do it like me. Mm. So you can get another program, but you can't do it like me. So now what I have to do is stop talking so much and let somebody else answer, ask some questions. Because <laughs> you know I'll go on and on. You have to stop me. What's your website? You have a... Uh... Basketball, the number four, and life, L-Y-F-E dot org. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's where people can make donations? Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How do um how do you find the children mental health now since all the pandemic been going on? Oh, good question. Um, so I work in two school buildings, uh, middle school and the high school. And when I'm sending out the high school group, they're excited to get back around one another, mm-hmm. or they're extremely fearful of like you know mm-hmm. something going wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the parents are kind of nervous during this time, but things are starting to open up a bit, and it seems like the kids are getting back to normal. But they're way more into video games and computers than, mm-hmm. you know, than before yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's all they've been able to do. Yeah. Yeah. While they were in the house, get on the game, get on the computer. You know what? It stretched the, it stretched the amount of leaders, too, though. Because remember before, the biggest difference between college and high school was high school, you had a classroom, mm-hmm. a constant teacher. You might go from one door to the next, but you're still inside the classroom. And now, all of a sudden, everybody was forced into a college atmosphere, mm-hmm. so to speak, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, some people flourished and some people fell off, but it gave us the data that, you know, maybe we can push that back. Maybe we should continue some of this online mm-hmm. education. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a younger bracket can even take it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you have a, um, a contact number that people can use or... What is the th- they can go to your website to make donations, but are there any other ways yep. to do it? 202-329-4233. One more time. 202-329-4233. Okay. And I urge all of you here in this podcast today to use that number and to use that website and help us provide the funding that he needs to do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Because this is not an easy job. 
having a nonprofit, just getting the license is a big job all by itself. And mm-hmm. I know you don't Talk. want to address that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a big job all by itself. And the rest of it is worse than that because you have to raise money. Those buses that you get on and go places, mm-hmm. that food that the kids need to eat, mm-hmm. uh, all of those things cost money. And now they cost double. So whatever help we can give him, and and I would ask even my fellow podcasters here, if we can um, get behind you to uplift what you're doing. I plan to to make a site visit there next month, and anybody who wants to go and just do a little field trip and hang out with Jeff, um, we invite you to do that. Uh, But I most definitely want people to understand that this is not an easy job. And I certainly admire you for picking up the baton and finding people that uh, need these services. Because if we had more of those, particularly in the schools, mm-hmm. I think that it would reach a lot more kids and we could do more with them. So we're going to try to pursue some of that with him this this month and uh, the rest of the year because um, it's it's very important to me. Thank you for that. But I'm telling you, you got to understand this. You, I hope you take this in all the way and give me the flowers while, you know, while you're here. You guys probably made the biggest impact of any type of program in my life. And you, it's extended to other people's lives because it's only based on the experience that I had mm-hmm. with you guys. And, of course, you know, my grandmother and the folks I've been with down in St. Mary. So without you, you know, who knows if that would have came up in my, in my mind, in my heart, any of that stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. thankful for you guys. And hey, you too, big sis, for sure. You are. And you're I just okay. had a question. Uh, when do y'all like, because like say you play basketball and stuff like that, when do y'all you like normally have practice in case somebody want to just drop off some waters or, uh, and, you know, uh, or some chips or some things of that nature? We've been blessed that we be at Willow's Rec Center a lot. Uh, it's a great uh, rec center down at St. Mary's. We've been fighting for one. We finally got one down there. But Willow's Rec Center uh, is one of the places we practice at, uh, Great Mills High School. Um, we normally put our stuff on social media so you see where we're going to be at for that mm-hmm. particular day. And we're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook at Basketball for Life. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did you end up in St. Mary's County? Man, I hear that question <laughs> a lot. I hear that question a lot. How did you end up there? <laughs> mm. um, Serene, I went down there and checked out the college and I played basketball down there. And then literally, after I went to school, when you're away from the campus, it's another, it's another world. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got a job as a director at Boys and Girls Club and uh, Park and Rex. And so I did those things for a minute. And uh, the, the minutes turned into hours. Hours turned into years. And so. End up staying there. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was wondering, and I was like, how did he end up there? <laughs> <laughs> how did he ever live Quite a journey. Yeah. Every time I was about to, you know, move, something random happened in life. I don't know. So. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. No, so do you still play or you mm-hmm. just um... both my knees swollen right now because I still play I should... <laughs> oh, okay. right now. yeah I was just saying earlier we got a game in the Brunson League I was playing in the Goodman League in DC okay um, the Pitts League hey, all the major all the major summertime spring yeah, time we got a hula over there somewhere that's my man <laughs> Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I used to play. I was a player. Shout out to Miles to his Miles birthday. He's a commissioner uh, of the Goodman League. Mm. Yeah. Well, great guy. All of that sounds like 
Greek to me, but okay, okay, we we back you. If you back him, I back. Yeah, <laughs> good. All right, so just as a final word, Jeff, do you have any final words you want to say? And uh, then I have one more plea to people to make some donations to your organization. And as Brian mentioned, it could be water or any other you know food item that you think would be helpful as you're training these young people or any other supply that you might need where people would rather donate that instead of money. So tell us. Well, um, if you want to get involved with Basketball Flight, please contact 202-329-4233. You can follow us on all the social media um, websites at basketball, the number four, L-Y-F-E for love, you, family, and education. Uh, And know that you're helping out kids ranging from fifth grade on up um, to adults that's trying to make it. Um, we really strongly encourage folks to go to college, trade schools, military, uh, and we need places to be able to practice. Um, we got seven basketball teams this summer, and we're going to travel to five different states. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we only do it based on, you know, help from you guys uh, and other fundraising efforts. Um, but, yeah, that's, I mean, that's my piece. We do what we can for our young folks like you did for us when we were young. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that when all this is over, I'll go home and have shed a few tears about it. But, you know, I don't shed tears. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything you're doing. Thanks for having and me. And I expect to be there and celebrate some more with you. Yes, be happy to have you. Y'all all can come down. Please do. Right. Yes. Down. We yeah. want to come down there and show St. Mary's County what it's like. Mm, now we're talking. <laughs> y'all don't hey. see her neck twisting. Hey. Oh, she's serious. Oh, man. Yeah, back in the day, I used to ball, you know, but yeah, and I used to do a little something, something. Yeah. 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 Oh, it sounds yeah. like a challenge brewing, like, brewing here to Oh, me. no, my knees can't. Well, we know that I'm, we're I'm strong. free throws. <laughs> <laughs> you can always go there and then, you know just kind of profile like you're playing basketball but don't, don't ever shoot or anything pretty much that's all I'm doing <laughs> but we'll find something to do Jeff because we're going to come down there and, and, and see if we can have a little party there I say less come on down while man. we find out what basketball for life really is well, in that game yeah, I'm, I'm done. All right, I'm all right. we'll, we'll cool. make it happen. How long is that for a road trip? You know. Yeah, yeah we're going to St. Mary's. That's right. <laughs> it's only about an hour and a half. It's going to feel like four hours when y'all start driving down there, man. Mm-hmm. Trees yeah, and woods. I've yeah. been out there before. Yes. <laughs> Well, I've never been to St. Mary's County. It's beautiful. You got to get down there. It's very, real beautiful. He told me it was beautiful, and Mm -hmm. I know it's got to be beautiful because he's there. You know, it blossomed in the last 10, 15 years. And I'm not exaggerating. So around 20 to 30 stores and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, shopping facilities came up. Restaurants came up. The Mm -hmm. rec center came up. They expanded the roads from, you know, four lanes to eight lanes it's, it's mm, wow it's growing pretty quick sounding like a boom town from right. years yeah. ago right <laughs> yeah well that's fantastic and I know you have other things you have to do so at the point that you have to leave we um, will still have to continue this until it's over but yes, you know you'll be taken with you the biggest hug I could give you and I then I will we'll do hood. all of that in a, in, at a later ta- at a later date for sure so um, if you don't have to leave, then stay for the next few minutes because now we're going to go uh, into something that's going to be interesting from a lot of angles. <laughs> and um, this was a subject that uh, Brian brought up for me um, uh, right after our last podcast, actually. <laughs> and when he mentioned it, I thought, oh, my God, that is absolutely a good subject. And you know what it is? <laughs> Do you remember the Brady Bunch? Mm-hmm. 
And that was two families, ready-made families that came together and then they were supposed to have this semi-harmonious relationship going on, right? Mm -hmm. But do we know that to be the case when two families actually (laughs) get together? Mm -hmm. And when the fireworks are, Brian, do we know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just don't know until you find out. (laughs) Yeah. So the minute that part A and part B get together and then they have all of these little CDEs and Fs on the end, that's when the complications come in. Mm. So anybody familiar with those kind of families now or oh, yeah. talk about uh, those? Linda, any kind of family <laughs> is crazy. I don't care how you do, I don't care who you meet, it's crazy. Because everybody had different views on how to raise their children mm-hmm. or, you know, this person might have five kids and I only have one. Well, I don't have any children and meet up with somebody at five kids. It's crazy. And because I think this is such a, a varied subject, there's so many different components to it, uh, we're probably going to have to just pick a couple and then try to work those out and then <laughs> do the rest because there's so many issues where ready-made families are concerned. It's the child support and the baby mamas and the alimony and all these other things that work into it, financial situations and really bad kids on one side and really adorable <laughs> ones on the other. So, you know, how to raise them and all of that. So, you know, I think we ought to just go ahead and pick two of those maybe and try to get some insight on those subjects. So anybody got a preference for which two? Well, well, I I was just, you know, we were talking about it as far as the dating aspect of it Mm -hmm. and how um, we were talking about when it's a good time to introduce uh, the person to your kid. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, because sometimes when you just start talking, you want to get to know who you're dating. Right. But then when you start bringing kids into the subject, and be like, hold on. I, I don't know you yet. <laughs> so, you know, should you be, should I be around your kid or so? Because I don't know if I'm going to be permanent or um, just a, hey, how you doing? You know, so, you know, where do we... But is that a turn on or a turn off for you as a man? I mean, if you go into a relationship, are you trying to talk to her to find out... Does she have any kids? Because I don't want to be bothered. Or does she have any kids? And I really would like to have some kids. I mean, what, what's your what's kind of your feeling as men when you meet women who already have well, children? At, at this stage of age, my life you know, that if they already got kids, and you know, I got a, a uh, soon to be seventeen year old, it depends on how old they are and and whether do they have time. Because a lot of times, I, what I find is. With a woman to get kids, that sometimes they're pulled in so many different directions, mm-hmm. and they they're busy. But I'm busy also. But if I make time for you, then communicate with me. If you're not able to make it, or uh, something came up, just don't leave me out there. And then I'm thinking, what's going on? Leave me as a f- afterthought. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but speaking of afterthought. Happy Father's Day to all of you fathers. Yeah. We yeah. thank you. Yeah. 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 Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we need to have more hurrahs for fathers mm-hmm. that are doing the right thing. And you notice I put that at the end because I don't celebrate fathers that aren't. Because the men know how babies come and they know they had a part in it. And if they don't want to do anything about it, then I have yeah, a problem. I did my thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, but I don't know. It's too so sad. It's a bad story, father. Man. I'm not saying happy Father's Day to you. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we have we say I'm saying happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Oh, man. okay. Thank There's you. So many thank different you. dynamics. There's so many different dynamics with that. We talk about blended families. So what if the uh, the father, the, the old, the, the baby daddy or baby mom is is violent, aggressive? Mm. Then what? Exactly. If you, especially if you start dating, then that's probably something that's like something that you figure out while you dating them. Not all the time. But know. some women won't tell you, and you find out later, and be like, hold on, you know. Well, you mean if the if the guy that they're the baby's father is violent? Yeah, it's violent or um and stuff like that. So, I mean, it depends. Then I think I mean, that you, you have to be ready somebody, to move. Those kind of questions. I mean, I don't know if you ask those right, right off the break. Though. Oh, I would. Yes. You would? Well, yes. if you know they've been locked up, you know, like, hold oh, up, you know. Cause, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes it comes out. Hey, oh, uh, yeah, he's serving for murder. He got a murder charge or something like that, so. I don't think she should be dating. You shouldn't be dating if you're kind of scared of another man, though. Right. You know, straight up. You might want to go ahead and be single. Because everybody got baggage, got. and you got to know that. I mean, yeah. everybody got baggage. First of all, do people even date anymore for real? Ooh. No, not really. They don't. They <laughs> say, ooh. Not, the children. I mean, I'm just kidding. That real. Real. It's just not like the guys date. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't see know. It. it don't seem like a date no more to me. See, y'all change the dynamics of it though. Alright really I'm gonna get in trouble With this one man Okay Go ahead jump off the cliff Go ahead jump off the cliff I'm okay with it though Here we go I just wanna Here we go Here we go Men When I was coming up You know we had to go Let's take the fishing analogy right We had to wake up Bright and early Right She ain't want no dummies So we had to go to school At some point That's what at least The parents told us Right We had to put on The right material If you're trying to catch fish I don't think you put on your, your hat yeah, you get your, your your fishing hooks right here, mm-hmm. right? You got to put your vest on, mm-hmm. you know. Get your and water don't shoes. Those worms mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, all that. Get the, <laughs> get the worms too. <laughs> so, like in the dating world, we used to have to go put on a a, a certain hat. Lady, I tell you straight up, if it's, if it's shaped up, shoes looking decent, clothes mm-hmm. eye, at least it's a good start. You don't even need to do that. Well, let me get let me get through it first. You had to go out there and be patient on the water, be quiet, humble, because you might walk out of that situation with no fish whatsoever. <laughs> right. Woke up, spent all that time there, but pay for all this stuff to try to make sure you lowering your fish and you don't get nothing. Right? And dating was like that back in the day. Mm-hmm. And you'll be lucky if you just get a number. Mm-hmm. You be slice, you tell your boy, you better not call her either. You get the right number. Exactly. Right? Yeah, but getting any number in the mall matters. And so now what happened is this men start getting ready and going out on the boats, and the fish start jumping in the boats. <laughs> Good analogy. We can turn our phones on and then swipe left or right, push a couple buttons, and literally somebody can be at your door. Mm-hmm. And why go date? Why go fish? Why go be a fisherman? Why not just slide your thumbs left and right? It wouldn't have worked back in the day. Nope. Nowadays, y'all change it. Y'all, I don't know if you want to say lord the standard, open up everybody's um, uh, platform for expression. I don't know if you want to say I'm controlling the narrative. I don't know. Whatever it is for us, it seemed like it, it, this is way different than what it was back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah, and, but do you always want the one that you're going to swipe left for? Right. Are you showing up at your door? Well, I, 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 I think the, I think the dynamics, right? like you said, is, is, is different because, like you said, you got internet, social media, mm-hmm. things like that. So you got... Everybody got options, and the more options you have, like you said, that if why should I jump through all these hoops when I can just go someplace else mm-hmm. and get what I'm looking for, or whatever case may be? So, well, I do believe this though, and don't get it twisted. If you only got a swipe of thumb, then you're gonna get a thumb worth 
Mm. Uh, yes. <laughs> but then I'm not advocating for that's the way to go. But, I'm, but I do, I do think, um, you know, dating is is different now. I, got, I mean, it's just scary right. world. It, the different generations that are just represented around this table back in the day be your day when you were that age or you that age but when I was that age the thing the common denominator for you dating was your father right because he'd be like who want to take you where Mm -hmm. tell him to come up here and see me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you had to go and put on your Sunday best just like you were going fishing and you had to go meet the daddy, and the daddy had to look you up and down and yeah. give you that look that says, I said my daughter be back here at 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. not 10.01, okay? Over the years, think about that. What's happened to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's happened? Yeah, a lot of times you don't see the dad. No, the dad is out the, out the household, there so. You go. Daddy start disappearing. Yeah, but doesn't that, even when you were like 20-something, you still had somebody said to come and ask your father take you out? No. Because we talking about like older people dating. That's what I'm assuming. Not like younger people, but yeah, older well, people. Well. Like if I wanted to go out and find a date, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'm, how I'm, would I'm, I go about that? I'm talking about forty year olds and stuff like that. I'm not yeah. talking to no dad. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, what? You want me to talk to your dad? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, dating yeah. now is crazy because. Well, I, I mean, feel just, like guys just don't have they they just But this is the dates now. I'ma pose like this and you're gonna you. see <laughs> I'ma do that this now. y'all know I'm having a woman wonderful time on the phone. On the top. On the phone. On the, hey girl. <laughs> and then I'm everybody looking like, oh you know what? Look at me. Oh, yeah, but the eyelashes yeah. looking like cows. So you want false advertising. Yeah, false advertising. But then you try to talk to uh young ladies and get to know them <laughs> and you get these one word answers. How was your day? Okay. Mm, good. I'm uh, good. Yeah. yeah, I'm good. Uh, well, what did she do today? Did she have fun or such no. and such? Nah, no, I was all right. Not interested though. There's nothing wrong with that even, is it? Well, but then <laughs> yeah, keep moving. But then keep moving on. Exactly. No, so yeah, you keep moving. So it's like next. The emojis. Mm. The emojis. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm this I'm that. But it's, see people don't talk and no, talk to each other anymore. It, like, if I meet a guy and all he want to do is text me. Okay, can you call me? Right, let me hear your voice. Like, can we talk? I don't want to always have to text you. But people so text all the time, and mm-hmm. we ain't even going to talk about the pictures they send. Oh, Lord, don't. So don't, all no. of this dating is around real thing. you just yeah. trying to get a date, whether you, you have children thing. or I not. I know the real thing. Hmm. <laughs> right? That's what the this whole dating went off on that tangent because we were talking about families getting together. Different directions. So. But, but yeah, that was one aspect of it. The whole dating part mm-hmm. and how you date, whether you have children or not. And you were saying that you don't really get into those conversations. Well, when you about date, it. you have to consider that anyway because mm-hmm. it could end up being something serious mm-hmm. and then you have to like blend those fam- those fam- those families together so but then I hear somebody say a minute ago that you wouldn't necessarily ask that question on a date if you just met somebody you wouldn't ask do they got kids yeah, yeah uh, I think I that's know. important I yeah I'm gonna know that. immediately if you got kids or not mm-hmm. oh okay yeah. I mean I would think so it's what's only the deal fair. breaker then yeah. What would they say for you to say, oh, okay, this ain't going to work? <laughs> no, everybody got their own standards and desires, though. Some people, I love kids, so I don't have, like, a, if she got kids and no kids, I don't got that that thing. It's one of my 
um, deal breakers. But it's guys that just don't want to deal with the, the drama behind it. Mm-hmm. There's ladies that say I don't want to deal with, you know, somebody else, another woman having control over any element of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, people got different stances. So. But if you met a woman and you really liked that woman, mm-hmm. really liked her, and then she didn't ever tell you about the kids, and now you really like her. So do you start at that point talking about how you interact with her children? When does that come in? Oh, no. If you can't discuss your kids, that's a red flag, I would assume. That's a problem. Yeah, because you're having stuff. So your kids matter. That's a part of you. Mm -hmm. And if you can't boldly say, no, I got kids, I'm protecting you. You don't have to introduce your kid to men. But if the man don't know you even got kids, that says a little more about your character in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. you couldn't tell me about your kids. So how long time? do you date somebody before you introduce their kid, your kids to them? I don't yeah. think it's a set rule. It's because you got to get to know that person. And if you feel comfortable with that person, you know, it could be three, four, or five, or whatever case may be. But to say, oh, you got a month's time or uh, a, a three-date limit or whatever case may be, I think it's uh, based on the individual so, well, I kind of disagree with that part of it because I believe that it should be full disclosure. If I'm going out with you about something and my kids mean a lot to me, I'm not going to have a parade of dudes coming in and out of my life mm-hmm. if I have children mm-hmm. and keep introducing them to a different guy every other week. There's a lot of women that do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know you waiting mm-hmm. until that particular time to tell you. But I think that up front, I ought to tell you, Brian. Well, I really like you, but I want you to know up front that I have 10 kids. <laughs> and then he should say, well, how many babies? It's true. Like my cousin, he had eleven kids. Mm. Yikes! Anybody that date date him, eleven kids, and I, I don't know how many baby mamas he had. But that's crazy, and he's still and he's single. He's you know. So if you meet him, what you gonna do? Run. Well, I, I, I yeah. watched my father actually date. He he got what eleven. Mm. And I watched him date, still date people, and I'm like, huh, you don't know him. He must got a game. He got some game. I figure if you got ten kids, you really don't have no money. Yeah, yeah. Your money gone. You must got that game though. You got got the gift for gab. So, but just imagine that that person. Let me say that Mm. that person with seven to eleven kids. If the wife or girlfriend leaves him. And he tries to get another friend with seven kids already. The Brady no, no. bunch. It's not even the Brady, Brady bunch. bunch. That's somebody who has seven kids, league. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you get that many kids, I think you need to tell somebody yeah. before I start wasting any time with you. Not even money, just time. So what do ladies feel about that? When we got, if guys got X amount of kids, is there a cutoff number? Is it? Do you guys think about time, money, stuff like that? What is it? Y'all think about when y'all see a guy with kids? It doesn't bother me if they got kids. I mean, but I need to know that he's showing them kids respect. If he can show your children respect, then I'm good with it. Then I mean, you can show me respect because, like you said, why um hide the children? That's my love. Mm-hmm. And if you if I have to show my, have to have my love, then you don't need me. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but and suppose you go in there and hear you all feeling that way about your kids, and mm-hmm. the kids go, look, Ma, don't bring no dude in here. And I'm going to say I'm the grown-up. <laughs> I'm the mother. I'm going to see a different side. Where my belt? Well, if he comes in here, we're going to beat his... Now, see... <laughs> what you going to do? You want to still sing? I can't come over here no more. <laughs> no, I can't do He's like, do you know how to fight? <laughs> I can't do all those kids. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No babies. No one, two-year-old, three-year-old. Why? No. No, no, no. Why no? Why no? Why? Yes. Because, you know, all of the issues that you have to deal with, with somebody that have like a one-year-old, two-year-old. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? They probably still dipping and dabbing with whoever they was with. You know, and they're feeling still brand new. Oops, I done did it again. Yeah, all of that. Just the baby's age. Huh? Just because of the baby's age. I'm just saying, it's true though. Right. How many people you know have infants, little babies, and they always going back and forth to the baby mama? Who? Everybody knows, know somebody like that. Yeah. And but but the, but the dude is out there still dating, but he's still going over there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, anytime you bring up a subject, you always got something that reminds you of something else. And in this case, it reminds me of a woman telling me about a guy who impregnated. Every woman in a cul-de-sac. Oh, my God. All of them, seven houses in a cul-de-sac. He oh. impregnated every one. And they all knew he and impregnated the others. So when we're talking about ready-made families, what kind of family is that? He had and a village. how do you deal with that <laughs> yeah. as you move that forward? That was sister-wife movement. Yeah, he did moment. a village. He kept it in the day. cul-de-sac. Yes. He, he like, yep. I'm here right there on Thursday. You can come over here on Friday. Yeah, you just skipping the houses. (laughs) But the thing is, it's always going to be somebody that's going to accept that. Like, all those women accepted that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because I'm sure they knew. Yeah, they know. But then nobody thinks about that relationship that they may want to really get serious with somebody. And there you have all of these kids children to have to deal with and 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 a lot of times adults don't even think of the children and what they might no. think they just like what i want to do at the moment so now i'm with jeff over here so next week i'm going to be with brian and i'm gonna move my kids from jeff's house over to brian's house with my little babies and my other nine kids well it's just like when mm-hmm. friends um become intimate with the same woman mm-hmm the woman going through the friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody You got yeah. it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make this real simple. That's yours. <laughs> so if yeah. I had to worry about that. You don't know nobody did that, bro. I mean, I've, you heard stories and stuff like that. I said, do you I know, know anybody? Mm-hmm. <laughs> said he heard Yeah. Some wild people. You start shaking. But I everybody got somebody like that they know. Even with the females, you know. Even the females. You had that for one friend, you know, that went through the whole. Girl, did you know? Yeah, I know. You did. She smashed the homies. (laughs) (laughs) But then the sad news about all of that is that, again, you know, I always go back to 
the kids and what their role is in this. Because you you doing all of that and jumping from one butterfly or one flower to the next, that's all up to you. If that's the way that's you want to live your life, do that. Mm-hmm. But don't get kids involved in your little trip around the roses. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. It just doesn't make sense to do that to them because they have to live with whoever you bring in the house because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're the adult. But at the same time, every time you bring Jeff over there, they aren't going to like you. Mm-hmm. And that's going to cause problems between you, Jeff, and everybody else involved. All right. Yeah, so you're not going to be happy, happy with man. the dude. Yeah, yeah Jeff a good guy. <laughs> Jeff a good guy, man. Yeah. Maybe well, that's like just Jeff. because you're sitting close to me and I like saying your name. Yeah. <laughs> But no, that's the that's the problem that I find with all of that. Like, uh, you know, without divulging a whole bunch of stuff about me personally, I would just say that if you if a woman feels like her life is going to be, let me go date these fifty guys, then do that if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. If a guy feels because nobody finds a problem with it, if a guy wants to do it, right? No. Okay, but for some reason there were fences around we women. Get- no, well, it's a lot know? of the fellas' voice is not necessarily being heard right now. Y'all see well, that? Yeah. <laughs> I say it would work both ways, you know, in my belief. Yes. So, and if a woman wants to date and she's just honest and communicating, yeah, I don't see it as a, as a problem. You know, at least she's honest and you know that she's dating, you know, whatever case may be, and you have to choose. But when, let's get in the real world. You think that there's, that they really gonna say that even when she be honest with you? You already know what they're going to call her. Well, it don't mean that she's sleeping with them. But so. no matter. They still going to know that woman is the, with the H word. You First know of all, it, a lot yeah. of people not being honest. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Men or women. Yeah. Everybody yeah. lying these days. Yeah. They got to show the catfish. It's a full show. Yeah. Everybody's stretching the truth for real. Yes. You ain't seen yeah. no filters lately on the snap. <laughs> 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 ain't nobody putting everything on the snap. That's true. That's right. Ain't nobody doing that. Nobody's doing that. Nope. Well, hide it everywhere. And as far as introducing my kids, and it, I mean, I would have to be messing with you like a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I can't do that. I don't even see even within a year. I don't even think that's. It would have to be way past that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to consider that the the your children are not big enough and old enough where they could actually beat up your boyfriend. Because they will. Because <laughs> they will. I've heard stories like that too, man. Don't let them come the kids done gang up on them. the kids done beat the bricks <laughs> off of <laughs> It happens. You touch yeah. my mama. Oh. If you say oh, anything yeah. slick to his mama, he'd be like, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> I'll be coming up like. So anytime you are making families Mm -hmm. and wanting to date, you need to think about some of these things because not to take a karate class or something like that. (laughs) These kids big, like the sixteen year olds, fifteen year olds, they look like grown men. Mm. You should come to my school and see him. I thought a little girl was a a parent. She was in the sixth grade, like this. In the sixth grade. In the sixth grade, and bought this big mm. with all this. Mm. Yeah. I was like, what? The McDonald's. They fit. Yeah. McDonald's. Yes. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Got, some, got some miracle growing that mm. chicken sandwich. Hormones they're putting in the food. So. Yeah. Well, I know that the, this is a conversation that we'll just never 
end in one day because mm-hmm. we just barely got through the dating aspect of ready-made families <laughs> and there's still so much to say in that respect but um i don't want to discount the fact that there's a whole lot more that could have been said on the men's part but we're women so so if you two men want to say something real quick because we got about a few more seconds before we have to go so well uh, any last words you want to say on man's behalf well i'll just say that when you first start off dating you want to get to know that person and it's okay to for me, if you, you know, mention your kids and everything, because that's a part of you. I got a kid, mm-hmm. but I want to focus on use it so that if I want to take it to the next level or vice versa, then we know what we're getting into. But by the same token, when the woman divulges that she has X number of children, do you tell her that you have children too? Yeah, mm-hmm. I have no problem sharing that because my son is my life, so that's a part of me. So, well, that's new and different for Father's Day. Yeah. I love to hear that. I don't want to got to talk about his kids all the time, though. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, too. And, and, and vice versa. I so. really don't want to know all the information we don't have. Like, look, I'm trying to get to know you. Here's my trunk okay. with a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need to see pictures and all that. <laughs> all right, Jeff, what have you to say? No, no, I don't got no dating advice at all when it comes down to, uh, <laughs> you know, kids. And I just love the kids, protect them, if anything. Um, other than that, nah, man, it's, too, it's the wild, wild west when coming to dating, or, or it can be magical, it can be an illusion, mm. it can be the best thing that ever happened, you know what I mean, but, you know, so I ain't got no advice for it, it's too crazy, I don't understand it. I know, <laughs> I know how it is, how about you, Tony? Like um, Jeff was saying, take care of the kids, that's the end thing for me, I mean, take care of your health, take care of your mental health, but watch out what's going on with the kids, listen mm-hmm. to them, mm-hmm. don't shut them off because... They got a big, powerful voice that mm-hmm. we as adults tend to talk over them. Mm-hmm. So make sure you clean out that wax in your ears and, and clean out your heart and listen to the children today. Right. Clean it out. <laughs> what about you, Tammy? No, I have nothing to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> anything you have to say would what? <laughs> I have nothing to say. I agree with everybody on the panel. Oh, oh sure. Okay. <laughs> what? I do. Okay. <laughs> well, I just want to say that um, this has been exciting for me. I, I I know we'll have to pick up these subjects once again. And once again, we hope you'll come back again, Jeff. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, just as a reminder that uh, we want you to go to the Basketball for Life uh, website and please make some sort of donation or show some sort of interest in the program so that uh, we can uplift Jeff and his program yes. and make a better life for other kids. Yeah. So um, all of the other things that we wanted to maybe do um, with kids and about them. The only way that they're going to get to where they want to get and become entrepreneurs or to be working in, you know, big business or government or whatever won't happen unless you have programs like this because they don't get it at home a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So just help us, help them out and help us out because we're going to be behind you. Thank you. Just know that we're committed to that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. 
and all of the wonderful staff at UXU. Yay! Yeah! 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 And finally, thank you to our guests over here, uh, Layla. Thank you, Layla. Layla. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what's your name again? Scooty. 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 Yeah. All right, then. It's a wrap, people. Peace Bye. Out. Peace out. Bye. All right. Yeah.